Welcome to Coffee with James on this Tuesday morning, the 26th of October. A time where we stop, a time where we take time out from our day to reflect and to be enriched from the book of Philippians. Today we're going to be looking at Philippians chapter 4. We're going to be looking at a couple of verses that are well known. That sometimes they're verses that we put magnets on our fridge with. Sometimes they're verses that people have had tattooed on their arms. And this week we're going to be, we're going to be looking at the word contentment. But today we're going to, you're having coffee with James, I've got my coffee with me, um, it's great that you could join me as we look at the book of Philippians, a book that's filled with rejoicing. Paul again is at it, he, he's, he's got joy, he's, he's rejoicing. And you know, as we, as we come out of lockdown and we look forward to regathering this Sunday, you know, I'm going to, you know, this will be our last week with coffee with James for, for a little while. And so I wanted to finish with Philippians chapter 4. And we're going to be looking at contentment. But in Philippians chapter 4, it says this, I rejoice. So it's verse 10. We're going to look through verse 13. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I'm not saying this because I am in need. For I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or want. I can do all of this through him who gives me strength. Contentment. Do you want to be content? Do you feel content? Contentment is ease of mind. It's being satisfied. And I think I'm safe to say most people want to be content or they're yearning to be content or they're doing things in each day. They're doing certain things in each day of life trying to just add a little bit more contentment to life. Part of being content, I think in Australian context, is being self-sufficient. I will be content once my children finish school. Once I've paid my mortgage off and got my retirement right. Once I get my car debt under control or in a couple of weeks when my health is restored or as I recover from surgery, it's, it's in that point of time where I'll feel a content. And I think we can sometimes think we'll be content when we're self-sufficient. We have so much in Australia at our disposal. We have so many things that we can do. You know, like the last couple of months, yes, we haven't been able to do that. But, but as we come out, there, it appears like we can go to flip out. We can, we can go and eat out at a restaurant. We can go and watch some sport. We can go to a concert. We can mow our lawns and paint our houses. But are we actually content? Are we content? Are we more content with everything being at our disposal? Or do we feel like maybe we're less content? And so over the next three mornings, Paul will transform our view of contentment, the source of it as well. Because see, today we're going to see that contentment is not connected to our situation. Contentment is not connected to our situation that we find ourselves in today. Notice that with me as I look at verse 11. 
I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. The contentment that Paul is talking about is not connected to his circumstances. Because see, he's, he's, he's in chains. There's been times where he's had plenty of food and there's been times when he hasn't. There's been times when he's slept in a warm bed and there'll be times when he's slept out in the cold. And yet he says, I've learnt the secret of being content, not in those situations. See, Paul's contentment didn't increase when he had more or less. Maybe you thought, when I got out of lockdown, I'll be more content. If only we could move to the country and, ha- and settle down and have the country life. If only, you know, my kids could get good marks and finish the HSC. Or if only it wasn't a year like this, then I would be content. But what we're going to see is that contentment is found in Christ. It's, it's, it's grounded. Paul's joy, his rejoicing, it's grounded in the Lord Jesus Christ. His contentment is grounded in Jesus. And so whether he's got plenty of food or whether he hasn't, he is content. See, contentment is not connected to our situations. And yet, you know, 21st century Sydney, I think, feels and believes that contentment is found in their situation and their location in life in Sydney today. And yet the good news of Jesus, it sets us free from finding the need contentment in those things of this world. The gospel has set us free to find contentment in Christ. The rest of this week, we're going to look at contentment as well. We're going to look at contentment tomorrow, and we're going to look at contentment on Thursday. And tomorrow we're going to see that Paul learnt contentment. It's not something that you just flick a switch. But we're going to see how Paul learnt contentment, how he, how he came to be content in Jesus. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Let me pray for us today. Father, we thank you so much for the good news of Jesus, that through his life, death and resurrection, we can be set free. That we've been made right with you, we've been restored with you, that we've been forgiven, redeemed through nothing that we have done. And so, Father, knowing that good news means that whether we've got plenty or whether we've got little, we can be content in Jesus because of who he is. Father, may our contentment be grounded in him. And Father, I pray for us tomorrow as well as we think about learning contentment, that we will, um, yeah, see how you are using the things around us and our situations to grow that more deeply. Father, overflow our hearts with love for you, we pray this day. Amen. Look forward to seeing you all tomorrow.